candid Christian, where two Christians get candid about everything. everything. I'm Ebony. I'm Cece. And we are your hosts of the podcast. How are you guys doing today? How are you doing? This is a bonus episode. Uh, it's been a while. We just posted a video and we're back. Uh, we did just take a break from the quarantine. I'm not trying to figure out that all that technology and whatever else i work from home i've got full-time i've got full-time responsibilities i was not trying to figure that out so we just took a break it was dark yeah so yeah so we took a break uh, but we did want to come back and do another episode uh something that is just a lot more serious that we're going through right now and as a country as a country and assisi and i we, on our own way, we're dealing with a lot of stuff that's in the news, and um, sometimes we kind of shut down. Uh, we don't want to talk about it. We need breaks because we get pits in our stomachs. And um, Well, it's funny how everybody moves differently and how people process information. Mm-hmm. We have some people who are like, I need to talk about this. I need to, to, um, to like, speak on it. And then there's other people who are like, like well, I can't. I'm going to go watch yeah. a good movie because this is a lot. And it's just lately, um, and just to be clear about what we were talking about, we were just talking about the um, the two murders, three actually. Racism and uh, racism and and how we've gotten to this point of riot, mm-hmm. uh, I will say. But um, what I was gonna say is that Ahmad Aubrey and it? and George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, how, what I was gonna say is that we have our own way of processing things and we kind of stay clear. I didn't post anything. I just needed a minute. Post, so. um, but then, you know, and we have this kind of unspoken rule that like we not unspoken. We did agree like, hey, don't send send me a bunch of stuff if there isn't a way that I can help. And so I had told her like, hey, the um, um, Ahmad Arbery thing. Like, hey, there's a way we can help. This is how we can help them get arrested and here's a page so we shared that with one another Mm -hmm. um and you know all of that but this time we didn't there was nothing to really how could we help with the uh, george floyd thing and so um i told her i said you know i think we might need to talk about this we need um a podcast to talk about it uh our feelings background because at this point we assume you just kind of assume that everybody has heard about it just Mm -hmm. because um social media but just for those of you who haven't so you don't be like well who is so Ahmad um, Arbery, I believe. Uh, Arbery, please I, don't let me be saying his name. Don't. Else. I'm so sorry. We're not trying to be like disrespectful. We really did. I hope his name is 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 correct. But please forgive us if we didn't get it right. So he was um, he was shot down by two civilians um, because he was running in his neighborhood, and basically he was jogging. So um, and he was murdered in cold blood, and to see that they almost got away with it until the video was shot and um, shown, and so you have that video. That like wow, you can't even run in your own neighborhood, jog around the neighborhood, get exercise during this quarantine, um, without the possibility of somebody looking at you as a black man or just as a black person and see that as suspicious. So, um, and then that they don't have due process uh, until like there was uproar about it. Right. It was just kind of like, huh. And you said that's uh, specifically uh, hit with you because you're it, a runner. It did. It hit with me. The reason why it. Um, 
it bothered me or affected me is because what they said he was doing, like a while back, they were like, he was looking at a house. You know, he was looking at, and the thing is, I do that all the time. We like, go through, like, yeah. I love, all I the love time. to go look at houses, empty houses, just to kind of get an idea and, you know, get what a are they going to do? What yeah. Do? What would I do with this space? Sometimes you're hoping you run into, like, the, the owner or the developer so you can talk to them about their vision. You what, know? what did they see? Yeah. Why did they go that way? Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. Do you just, too much. Flip or flop and <laughs> property brothers that <laughs> you know HGTV has, has done, done to yes. me as a person. So and then I am a, I love to go running. So and I run around my neighborhood all the time. So to think like when you put yourself in that position that to think like what would it have been if I were just running around my neighborhood that could have been me. You know I wear a jog and when it's raining I got a hoodie on like to keep my head covered. So now would I too be a suspect? So that was just really like. Um, just like, huh, Jesus, like it hurt to just see that and to see that even now that we're still in a state of this is how we are treated as black people in America or, or this could happen to you, you know, and um, to see that play out like you and I both said that we don't you just you see these moments in the last moment in somebody's life and you realize we're not meant to see this. Oh, that you was know? hard to just watch to watch that he was shot that way was just like, ooh, you know, I don't. And then it's like before we're even finished it, I'm I haven't like completely processed it and got over that. And then here's another another incident where you see police brutality against um against black people and to see the racism that was displayed. So with um George Floyd, it's like what he got killed over ten dollars. So you guys thought it was a counterfeit ten dollar bill, and you put your head on his neck your knee on his neck and you took his life for that i like and it's just like so it's one two and then you see what we all know is true uh what's what was her name something cooper amy cooper i think amy cooper that she knew that she could be play the i'm so scared and oh my god come 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 oh he's gonna and then you, you because realize. she saw a man in a park uh, a, a black man in a park and she he had her asked dog, her she had her dog off the, of the leash in an area that they're not allowed to have the dog off the leash he asked her he's a bird watcher and he said that um later in the interview he said that um her dog was kind of in an area kind of tearing up some stuff mm-hmm. he asked her to put the dog on the leash and she just it just escalated from there and then she decided to feign some sort of attack on the phone to get them to come out and deal with him for asking her to um to put her dog on a leash now her hatred her her anger that somebody dare say something to her has her so up in arms right she's so bent on getting this black man dealt with she dang near choked her dog out i mean when i first time the first time i saw the video I didn't even know what was going on. Like I wasn't listening to what she was saying because I'm looking at the dog hanging for dear life, tongue all out. He's like fighting and like making all these noises. And I'm like, is somebody gonna get this dog? Like I didn't even. Then I'm like, oh, what happened in the middle of that? And that's when I saw. It. So like even in that, like what is going on that you are dang near about to kill your dog to prove a point to this man? How dare he? How dare he ask you to put your dog on a leash type of thing. So it was just boom, boom, boom. We're getting hit with all of this, you know? And then just in our social media life, you, you get people like you're outraged. So you see the people who are like, meet the riot that took place. You see people who are, are just uh, reacting to it and then and grieving. And then it's just like, for a minute, I felt like, I don't know if I'm 
mostly handled this right because it was like I was like click I can't watch this anymore like it's so much and we all knew that it was there just as a black person in America it's not like this is something that is totally foreign to you or that you don't know this is what happens but it's just like now there is just no way to deny it because it's like video camera here's another visual of it and another shot of this happening and here's something else and it's like how do you deny it now so even when I had to start reading comments because when I saw people still being willing to deny that hey this wasn't okay if it was any other thing it wouldn't even be a question this just is not okay you know um Ahmaud Arbery I don't care why he was running it wasn't your it wasn't your it wasn't your job wasn't your right to go and to kill that man and to be even to be like questioning him like what are you doing running around here who are you it's America is it not right because yeah. if, the, if it was the other way around and we saw a white person jogging and we were like, what are you doing around here or whatever? You know what I mean? I'd be like, who are you to tell me? I can't run. Right. And In my neighborhood. And the way he was just like, they, they targeted him. That's why the guy who took the video, they, they, um, they arrested him too. Because it was like, you just happen to have your phone out at this time? Like his story wasn't adding up. And then he, uh, they found out at some point he tried to pin him in. So, you know, I can't just... I would be so scared if you're just running and then all of a sudden some strangers you don't know pin you in. Yeah, and hunt you down. Like, And then people are like, well, he was fighting. Would you not fight if some strangers cornered you for no reason? I don't understand. And so I just said, we need to talk about it. We don't normally do this. We we talk about it with each other, but we also kind of um, will draw that. I've been kind of like, Mm -hmm. I can't even handle this conversation. Yeah. Then... It's been a lot for me. So the reason why I wanted to talk about it too is because Mm -hmm. I was frustrated. Uh, One of the things I was frustrated at is within the Christian community that one, a lot of times uh, like with our white Christian brothers and sisters, they will choose like, like they say God first and then country. But sometimes I feel like they will care more about their country than like I'm your fellow sister in Christ. I'm hurting and they're not speaking up. I wasn't hearing anything in the Christian community other than from black Christians. And so there was that. Did you hear speaking of hurting first? I did. And then there was one other. um... Um, I know who you're talking about. And he said, I said black lives matter and people had a problem with it. Um, Yeah, I did. I start seeing more and more, but I had tell, I've been telling you this for a while. Like, why don't I hear more? They, that Christian white and Latino and whomever other Christian brothers and sisters should be just upset is what's happening to us. I'm your sister uh, or your, this, your brother in Christ. You should feel like, you know what I mean? Like God doesn't stand for injustice. Like you should care. And I didn't see it. And then the other thing that I saw was that in the Christian community, and this is no, no shade. Listen, I'm just saying it is what it is. Um, that as soon as this happened, they were like, well, let's pray for those people's spirit. That's fine. All I'm saying is if you say a woman has been battered by her husband or say a child has been battered by their parents and they had just been attacked, they've just been hurt again. Your first words to them should not be, well, let's pray for those kids. <laughs> so that they can, you know, turn from their evil ways. I need you to see about me first. Well, I just have need a chance to, to be able to like here's the feel thing. your emotions. I think it hasn't really been safe for us to grieve or to to express grievances. Uh, and you know, we see it all now, even on um, on Instagram. Like, okay, so it wasn't okay for Colin Kaepernick to post 
and uh, protest peacefully. But, you know, it's kind of like it's it's no way that it's almost as if we just don't want to hear it. You know, it's get past your emotions. So what? It You know, and, and here it is. Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Well, if all lives matter, then we wouldn't have to say black lives matter. But it gets very clear, not just to black people, but again to white. Because to see Amy, forget her last name, what is it? Cooper. I didn't know it's Cooper because she Amy had the same Cooper, last name as the she black guy. Knew, like, she knew that, hey. I had power here to dang near get you killed. Don't play with me. So it really says that it's not, you know, justice is blind. Um, maybe she is, but the people that are working for her are not. <laughs> so, and um, just even within the Christian community, it's like, hey guys, this hurts. This is, um, it is painful to, to think that one day you can have a son and that he could be minding his own business and not even get fair process due process and be taken out of the game and then also for it to be trying to villainize the victim like oh well he, he did this this is why it's okay well it's not okay in any other instance why is it okay now yeah i just wanted i just wanted like our christian space to give people a, a chance to feel their emotions you know when it it doesn't say in the bible that you can never be angry you don't want to act in anger. And there are scriptures about that. But God, I mean, listen, even Jesus got angry. Okay. They was up there disrespecting the temple. <laughs> and he was like, not on my watch. But what I'm saying is allow your, your brother and sister to feel their emotion. Let them vent. Let them grieve. Let them process. You know, like sometimes you and I vent. And I... Thank God nobody else has heard that conversation. Sometimes I'm <laughs> on one and I'm like, yeah, and another thing. Do, do, do. And you let me vent. You let me get it out. You know what I mean? And then I come back and I'm like, okay, phew, all right. I take it to God. I'm feeling better. <laughs> and Jesus, did he tell me with that? Yeah. <laughs> and then way to make us love. Sometimes, and even sometimes, well, all the time he does, but I don't always do it. God lets me vent to him. Even when I'm frustrated at him. Even when I don't understand. Even when I'm mad. And he's like, Tell me about it. I'm not talking to you right now, Jesus. I don't really think so. And he's like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. And he doesn't put all this tape and say, pray for that person that hurt you and this and that. He's like, tell me about it. Give it to me. And I'm just saying, let people have their process. The first word shouldn't be, let's pray for that person that just smacked you in the face. <laughs> nobody's going to do that nobody nobody is going to want to go suffer abuse and the first thing you say to somebody that's been abused is let's pray for the soul of another person we should i'm not saying that you shouldn't but let people have their process don't be the first thing is oh you know i gotta pray for this person i'm not even dealing with the stuff that i've got and i'm over here i might not even be in the right spirit to pray for that person <laughs> I've had to have my process. And I thank God he gives me that. Like, he's like, let's process. I want to hear you. I don't want to, because what you have is, and this is what, how riots come about, what you have is people stuffing down their emotions. And and I was talking to my therapist about that. I was like, part of living in America as a black woman or just a black person, period, you learn how to numb yourself to things. You learn how to shut down to get through. You stuff your emotions all the time to get through that is not healthy for anyone and then finally you're stuffing all of these ingredients into a pot and you put the lid on and you pressure cook the heck out of that and then it says poof and now you can't control it and this is why we have riots and everything else and i'm not saying the riots are right that's not what i'm saying 
But you kind of just, you ever have somebody like, let me just give you like a, a background of this is what happens when you tell people to be quiet and not be able to, to, to just give them the space to say this hurts. Because truthfully, it just comes from a place of mm-hmm. it hurts to, you know, this American dream that we all speak of. Is it really for everybody? Because can I walk out safely? Can I go around in my neighborhood and feel safe? Because it's clear to me that they weren't safe in their neighborhood, in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um, so this is what I would say. So, because for me, like, or just how I'm moving here, it's just like, this is way overload. I was just kind of getting through the Ahmaud Arbery, working through that. Like, Lord, how does that even work? I'm not even done with that process so it's like what what do we do because it's like okay we marched but like we've been marching <laughs> and then it's like we riot it's like oh great we tore up our target now where are we even going grocery shop <laughs> right um how does that help or you know um but that's that pressure cooker effect right so with that but with that said it's just like okay lord where is my um my responsibility because i just don't want to see these things continue and then the next time it comes along we have another outrage and another right. outburst and another you know like and then we just move on quietly until it happens again so it's like what is my responsibility in this okay i've donated i've given some money mm-hmm. that's great um i've signed my name to a petition but god was just saying to me like um as a christian and he was like this is not not powerful it's too he's like you need to pray mm-hmm. and just what do you want to see and um for me it's i want to see like lit like reform yeah. laws being reformed right. uh this not being okay because it, it's just not right and it's not something that i want everybody to be like up for and see it over instagram i want things that require it to change so yeah um, he's been like hey he, i was reading the scripture it all came from spending time with god um if first john uh 5 and 13 he was talking about that like um that we have relation with him and we know that because we if we ask anything in his name and accordance to his will that we know that we have what we ask of him when we pray so he's like okay you are christian and you have access to me and i'm god and you you can say god this is something that i want or this is what i what i see and he's like you know that i'm not a god of injustice god is not okay with injustice in any frame or any diameter anyway he's just not okay with that so i can speak to that as a christian and pray on it and be like this is what i want to see lord you know to see law reform right um to also too he was just showing me about like hearts not being hardened because right the thing is like with this you after a while it's like one time i forgive you this is not um just one thing it's systematic there's been so many examples and so many chances and so many things that have been slipped through and told to just let it go and oh my god don't play the race car <laughs> you know that there's a tempted temptation to get bitter and just to hate white people because look at this you see they've done it again right and god that's that's an attack that's it that's right. a of the enemy right who would want us to be hatred and, and move in hatred and hatred begets hatred begets hatred and, and let's just be clear hatred is hatred it's all the same spirit whether it's coming from a black person right. or a white person whether it's warranted or not because people can justify anything they like even the people that hate you and you think for no reason have in their mind justified it in some way but so it's, why it was okay we don't want any of that and the thing is they don't you can try to oppress me you can do whatever but you don't get to change my spirit you and know so god was just talking about love mm-hmm. how to love your neighbor and how to pray for them 
10. So it was kind of like, okay, that would be honest. It's like, okay, spending time with God, I can pray for the changes that I want to see. Lord, also pray that like my heart doesn't get hard and show me how to love them. Because at this point, it's like love is a choice is what they were told. And it's like, I don't feel <laughs> very like you sometimes you feel like, oh, I love you. You're so great. I don't feel any. No, you have to work at it. No, loving, <laughs> for some people. <laughs> not feel no loving feelings yeah. right now. It's very like, oh, my God, you know, I don't I don't want to be around you. And so with that said, it's like, OK. God makes bitter water sweet. You could pray, Lord, help me get my spirit right and to continue to stay in love and how to walk in that and to not let bitterness infiltrate my heart and my life because it doesn't help you. Um, bitterness and hating somebody else, it's not going to help you. It doesn't change the situation. It just right. makes it worse. It reminds me of, so, you know, we were talking about this and I just said I wanted to give a space because, um, like, with the riots and everything, and I don't, you know, I'm not saying that I, I, and for it, I just realized what it is, and it's uh, how it's it used to be that way. Yeah, and people are grieving and they're hurt, and but you can see when you move out of anger, nothing really good comes from it. So yeah, now they're tearing up their own neighborhood, and I always thought if I was a rioter, right, I'd be like, I would go to somebody else's neighborhood. I wouldn't tear up my own. Should we take this? Where but, like time out, guys. Shouldn't we take this uptown? Right. <laughs> so you know, and so now you're tearing up your own neighborhood. But can you think about a time like, have you ever been so frustrated, like you're cleaning up and stuff keeps falling or whatever, and then you're already frustrated in life, and you have this moment, you're like, ah, you just like rip everything down, and you like make a big mess, and you're just like, okay, now I'm gonna have to clean that up. But in that moment, like everything has just bursted, and you just need to get this energy out because you like suppressed it so much. Um, but this is why I say, feel your feelings, talk them through. Uh, I don't believe in like violence and I don't believe in, in, um, in moving in anger. It just doesn't, nothing good comes from moving in anger, but there's like love is transformative. Um, and I, I don't know if I've talked that much about like my brother on this, but he used to be out in the streets, out in the world. And, you know, we were trying to do this tough love and then we could like, you know, cut him off and all of that. And I'll say the most transformation that I've ever seen out of him has been to being around us and loving on him. And he's like, man, it really is just about family. A lot of these people are screaming for love and they don't know what it looks like. They don't know what it feels like because most people don't even have an idea of what love really is, you know. So um, I do want to move in love. But I'm saying have your feelings. Be mad. Be angry. Go to God. Talk it out with him. He wants to know. He cares. And then um, my other thing, too, would be the reason why I don't think it's why it's moving anger. Because, you know, some of the stuff that you, like, when you start doing vengeance and, and stuff like that, that stuff, it, what you intend for somebody else ends up being <laughs> what happens to you. <laughs> and it makes me think about um, Saul. Was, was it Saul who was um, pursuing a, a David? Mm -hmm. Like. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't like him, but he just didn't like him. And he just wanted to like ruin that boy. He wanted to kill that boy. And it's like, you brought more damage to yourself in that than you, you know what I mean? Like, and that, and he was just such a lover in that whole thing. But time and time again, like you see in the Bible that they just, people who like have bad intentions, like they end up bringing on their own demise. And I'm not saying that is not warranted. Like the, you know, the, the riots and everything, this is, this is what happens when you ignore people long enough. It's only so long you're going to eat that steak in front of a hungry person and deny them. Like, it's not going to work. Um, but I also see that, like, if we're not careful, we can do more harm than good, and we got to move. we got to move in love. It, you know, Moses, his people were being oppressed. 
and he became a murderer because he was like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> Somebody's going to get this smoke <laughs> today. And, you know, he became a murderer. But, and that wasn't his intentions at all, okay? It wasn't his intentions at all. But he murdered a man because he was like, this is the last time you're going to treat my people like you're doing. And um, we don't want to become murderers out here is what I'm saying. So be angry. It's like the saying, be angry, but sin not. It not is that scripture? That was really good, and it just kind of helps me because it you get it, like you get why he was angry. I get why everybody else is mm-hmm. angry. It's not, it's not any like surprise, or it's not like oh my god, shame on them. But it's like yo, that still doesn't like moving your anger, moving your hatred doesn't um doesn't help us. It's not smart either. You don't make the wisest decision when you move in anger and and hate. Like I'd rather be strategic. What are the ways that we can? Um, like, um, what do you call it? Like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, increase and, and support our communities to grow our communities. Um, you know, having mm-hmm. generational wealth and make sure that, like, we pour into our communities. I'd rather look at ways like that and move strategically, putting ourselves in position of power. That's important, too. A lot of them, we're not on the city boards. We're not mayors. Like, we need to start being those things. It made me think about, like, well, what do I want to do in my life where I might have to assume a, a role that, um, you know, it was making more decisions, um, but we need to start seeing ourselves in those spaces. Christians too. I'm not talking about just like black people, but Christians too. That um, you know, you're gonna we need more people. Yeah, people in places um, a power that um that have God rule in their life and that will move in love. Um, but yeah, so it, I just had to ask God, like, what is that? What does that look like for me? How do I get more involved? Because it's not enough for me to make a post. Not enough for me just to donate. Right. And it's like, okay, so where do I start here? And like, you know, prayer is powerful. And it's like, all right, Lord, prayer. And then what's my next move? Like, and just believe God will give you that next move because I, sometimes you're outraged, right? But you just don't know what do I do? I gave money. I signed a petition. What's my next step? You don't know what that next step is, but God knows what the next steps are, who we need to contact with, how we need to connect so we can actually see change. So you do pray about it and God gives you wisdom on how to move forward. And let's not pretend like just as Christians, prayer is not weak. It's not for the the faint of heart and it is powerful and it is a weapon. So we should use it. We definitely do need to be praying. I know for a while I couldn't. I was in what not in the right spirit to pray. <laughs> I um, pray that hell and death comes upon you. Like, not gonna lie. I don't think that's what God wants me to believe mm-hmm. and pray for. No, well, I was just kind of like, well, I mean, they're right and they're doing, they're doing what they're doing. I mean, what do you expect? It's kind of like if somebody gets bullied enough and then they finally hit that bully back, was it the right way to respond? Maybe not, but you understand it. You know what I mean? You understand like, well, you was bullying folks. Like, <laughs> what, what reaction do you expect? But then it's like, I probably wouldn't respond in that way. I mean, you saw me when I was little and getting into stuff with people. I was in the office like, they trying to fight me. <laughs> I, was like, I am not about violence in any way. So, you know, everybody's got their moments. But, you know, there were some people. I just want to see that like, bullying change. Because you just see, like, this is not something we rioted before. But it feels like, okay, time out for, like, riot. It feels like something broke, Celia. It, it does. Feels, it feels like, okay, we need to get strategic and let's make some changes for real changes because it seems to me that that doesn't even get their attention and get the attention that it needs to get and needs to have, you know? Yeah. So I understand the riots. I understand, I understand why they're there. Too. I just want to come back and be like, let's be more strategic about this thing. Let's be like, oh, let's really pursue positions 
of um, a power wherever God has us to be. But I don't like moving in, in anger. It, it never works out in hatred and bitterness. It never works out. I don't want people to change my spirit. I'm a loving person, not because people are kind to me, but because that's... God was kind to me. God was, yeah. And you get to get the benefits exactly. of his love. Exactly. But it's a, a decision that I have to actually work on. Um, when I see this, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to pray for your spirit. And that's that. I have to work on like, mm, I'm not going to let that sit deep inside of me. That that anger, that bitterness, you don't get to have my heart. You don't get to have my spirit. Like, you just, you don't get to have it, devil. That's what it is. It's just the devil. And this is the, the, the nature of people in every country just about. They've done with some, dealt with dealt with some version of this. You know, it's just not unique to black people all over the world. You know, before here, Native Americans. And so, I mean, it's everywhere. And that's the devil for you. But and we will prevail. And our brothers and sisters, even with going to, like, the south of the border and having those kids yeah. in prison, I just feel like all together, like, it's time for us all to band together. Like, we... Well, I just realized, like, saying nothing almost makes you part of the problem. It's like seeing someone get hurt and turning your blind eye to it. And we can't do that any longer. The problems of people should be your problem as well. You shouldn't just like see somebody getting hurt, see something happen to someone, and just walk by like it's nothing. It makes me think about your mom. Remember when she that that boy was getting beat up, or they were trying to jump him, and she just went out there and was like, "I'm gonna call the cops. You better leave him alone." Remember that? She was in the court. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, actually really that's the She's spirit really of you don't get to do that on my watch. Let's band together you don't get to harm people on my watch i don't care what color you are seeing little babies in cages does not make me feel okay i cannot turn a blind and there's eye nothing to that. good about it there's no. no way to spin it that it's okay it's just not okay no it's not okay and i didn't think that like here's the thing as america you you know that we've done some things and also messed with some people as a country i don't so think everybody knows that though I don't. When I talk to people, Celia, they don't know a lot of the things that we've done to the world. It's like, whoa, we did that? What? The Bay of Pigs? That was us? Um, Overthrowing, like, governments. Mm -hmm. It's like, we did that? To put tyrants in, and yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we come back, and you know, so with that said, but you just don't think that, like, media-wise, at least at one point it was, they did it in the dark. But now here this is in the light, and there's just no way to, there's no way to make it right. That wasn't right either. Don't get me wrong. No condone. I don't condone it at all. But it's like, wow, this is in the light. There's just no way for you to make this okay. It's wrong. Yeah. So then Tabitha Brown, which is another one we love. Um, Tabitha Hold Brown. Uh, she was talking about um, seeing people as humans and the humanity in people. And it's so true. It's, I guess that's what we've always ever wanted. As black but people. then also, too, it kind of helps because I was listening to um, a podcast. I forget the man's name, but, man, it was wisdom about, like, you don't see them as broken, you know, but not being um, pulled into that. She was just saying about, like, a cop who doesn't have a good relationship with his father, and, you know, he's broken. And so then he can do this hate act to you because of the things that he faced in his life, and he felt like he can get away with it with this group of people. And so now it's, like, for me to be able to see – and to be like, all right, Lord, I see where this is. It's not right. But how do I, like, even asking God, how am I supposed to love these people? How am I supposed to see anything good in them? 
it's hard to see past these acts and God showing you how to love right and see those people as people because they are still people even though it's like and but that's what love is it isn't uh an act of convenience it isn't you love me so then I love you back it's paying it forward you right so you know we always say like we love God because he, he loved us first but what he's saying is now take that spirit pay it forward love on people <laughs> before they love on you and even when they they're like coming down or you whatever you still love them that don't mean subject yourself to abuse but it is always moving in love I when I think about not allowing somebody to turn me bitter or like angry and full of hatred I feel power in that you know what I mean like it makes me feel powerful that you cannot have that no matter what you do you cannot have that you can't have it it's it's not it you just you can't have you you can't have my joy you can't have that you can't turn me into someone who is full of hate or racism or well not racism because that's a systematic thing but like being prejudiced you 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 don't get to have that ebony's just going to be a a lover and that's what i choose to be because that's how god moves with me that's what um that's how i choose to move like you know with the spirit of god and god is love and so that's how i choose to move um but I don't know. I just wanted to give us a place to speak. Have you had said your piece on it or you got anything else to follow up on with it? Well, I just want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Like, how have you been dealing with this? Have you been dealing with it? Are you posting every day? Um, because it's like, I can't be quiet. Or are you one of those people who are like, wow, this is a lot. I don't need, I'm feel so, I'm so shocked and I'm numbed by it. Um, are you like, I don't know where to start. Like, what is it that has been in your heart? Or are you just somebody like, I'm not, I'm not black but this is bothering me too how do I be a part of this movement or what do I do or you know we want to see what it is that you're what you're feeling and get the post of the people in the comments so just text us subscribe tell us what you think text who you give me your number not text <laughs> I mean go ahead and post a comment <laughs> like text. yeah I would say we would definitely want to hear like how are you dealing with it um and I think maybe have some compassion and um, empathize with people as you can and just give people grace to get through it how they do people process process things differently like I said Susie and I are kind of more like we'll get real quiet when stuff happens to us like we just get real quiet <laughs> and so we've just been real quiet on this thing we just that's how we process and then there's times like okay I think I can handle talking about it so let's talk about it but we just want you to know that there's a safe Place to talk about it if you need to you know like on IG send us um, a DM and just vent and discuss or whatever if you think that you have some information that on, on uh, a strategic plan on how to move forward or what we need you have always mentioned that you think that the like changing the legal system is the way to go as far as there being legal ramifications for things like that lady calling the cop accountable yeah like that lady calling the cop the cops in the park well you just took vital resources from responding to any emergency like a real emergency and to just play around and make false accusations really you think it should be to... left up to the courts because when it's left up to people then you know they at their discretion they can say oh it, she didn't mean it like that but i kind of think like it, mandatory if there is nothing wrong and you are calling the cops on somebody and you know and we saw just like this amy 
Cooper. <laughs> um, then you got there's a, there's a sentence that comes with that, you know, because that was dangerous for him. Right. Um, so there's a thing to be some sort of penal, uh, penalty or consequence for that. Everything and should have, you know, you should help be held accountable for your actions. And I think there should be some sort of uh, review board or there, there should be some uh, like another organization that looks at these um, these killings of, of people like in the hands of police officers. There should be some review, independent review um, to make sure that. It, it, you know, protocols were followed and everything was done as it should. Like I know in um, California, they just now did this thing where they have to prove uh, police officers have to prove that this this deadly force was necessary and that they used all other um, you know resources before resorting to that. Uh, that's just a step, but and we you know that's new things, so we don't really know what that looks like. But I think some more things where there has to be some accountability. Um, and you just don't get to do what you want because you have a badge, you know, we, you're here to protect and serve us and without us, you wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be here. We pay your salaries and everything. So you signed up to protect and serve all people and not come with your biases and prejudice and everything else. And so there are very great cops. There are, I've had experiences on the negative and the positive. And one sticks out in my mind, that little chocolate sister that used to come to, uh, the to our junior high and she actually knew my brother because my brother was horrible out in these streets but she um she would come and talk to my mom my mom would cry to her about this is what was going on with my brother and everything and she I remember when I got older she would still come and check up on me you know and not in any crazy way but just like I got my eye on you you're gonna, you gonna do the right thing I've got you but also if something was popping off crazy she'd be like no 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 I know her you know what I mean? Like just a good relationship. So I think there's some great cops out there and I just want to create a space that, you know, that whole whistleblower thing is not real. They try to do that at my job too. If you, if you blow the whistle, you're definitely going to get retaliated against. And I don't care if they say it's not. And so it's like creating a space for the good cops to come out and support them. And they'd be like, enough is enough because you acting the way you are are putting our lives at risk you know like the bad cops that acting the way they do are putting the good cops lives at risk and so it's like i think there we definitely need to start changing the system and we need to be in those spaces to change the system i don't know that what is my piece ideas? on it what are your thoughts yes so your Share thoughts us. yes anything else breathe stay blessed <laughs> you yeah. know keep praying we'll keep you in our prayers we just you know and um we pray that you have a space where you can share your feelings. Don't keep them in. Feel them. Share them. Take them before God. In my mind, I go to a little uh, cabin in the snow with Jesus, and I lay it out. Lay it before the altar. Give it all to him. Give it all to him. He, will, he wants everything, every bit, and he can take it. You know, so it's okay to feel your pain and everything, but don't come out here with the um, operating in, in hatred and anger because I'm concerned that um, there could be, you know, you could harm yourself. There could be other consequences and, and we just care about you. So we're just like, we're trying to create a space of freedom for you to share and us to heal from this thing and then have a, a di and create a dialogue of respect um, and also a, a strategy on how to move forward. We're praying for you guys. All right. Till next week, we've been single candid Christians out. Mm -hmm.